0: Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed feast of the entrance of Theotokos into the temple. For a few of you, this is the first entrance uh, that you've ever celebrated or attended. And so I'm just going to explain a little bit about the feast. In the icon, you see the Theotokos being brought to the high priest Zacharias, Zacharias is the father of John the Baptist that we read about in the Gospel of Luke. And Mary is three years old in this event. She is brought by Joachim and Anna. because She is going to be dedicated to the service of God because they know who she is. As we heard in the Old Testament readings, uh, the church sees her as where all of the iconography uh, around this feast Uh, that she is the Ark of the Covenant, she is the temple, she is the ladder, Jacob's ladder. You can go through all of the the various images, uh, but for this one in particular, you heard a lot in the canons of the feast uh, about her as the temple. And Zacharias, in understanding and knowing who she was, this is where she enters into the Holy of Holies. This is what, in this icon, uh, why we have her up uh, at the top left, where there's an angel feeding her, uh, this is because she is considered to be the Ark of the Covenant. Because at the time, maybe you haven't thought about this, but at the time that this would have happened, there would have been this would have been a rebuilt temple. It would not have had all of the things like the Ark of the Covenant, the, the Commandments, uh, the Ten Commandments, those things in it, because those were all lost in captivity. So Zacharias, in bringing the Theotokos into the Holy of Holies, uh, he's doing a, a no-no, but he is doing it because she, he understands, by no-no as in the, the high priest, is only supposed to go once into the Holy of Holies, that is the tradition of Israel, but he understands her in as the Ark of the Covenant. The church has always, uh, some of the prayers to Theotokos going back, we have even in Coptic written out uh, prayers to the Theotokos, even using, uh, not Theotokos, but Theotoki, uh, referring to her as the mother of God. And the Church has put her before us, for obvious reasons, as being the mother of God. But also, uh, somebody like St. Gregory Palamas, one of the great saints of the Church, sees within the life of Theotokos the progress of every Christian soul that embraces our Lord. And in this feast, we can contemplate one aspect of that, which is coming from the tradition of the church, which is where there's a strand of interpreting the outer part of the temple is where we begin the practice of actually fighting the passions, of actually struggling with our uh, selfishness, uh, with, this is what they call the praxis uh, then as we move into the temple, into the nave, this is then where we are illuminated. I mean, We've sung m- many times throughout the vigil, but I think especially of the great doxology that we have been enlightened. Those who are pure in heart are the ones who can see God. So it, of course, in the way the fathers talk about, if you aren't obeying the basic commandments of God, it's going to be hard for you to be able to actually see God. So the come into this section of the temple is to be able to be illuminated. So you have the praxis, uh, you have the illumination, and then you have, as you enter into the Holy of Holies, at the altar, this is where they talk about deification, where you are like the Mother of God, who enters into the depth of the temple... Uh, is fed by the angels, contemplates God, and receives her life directly from him. The Theotokos in her living in the temple sets an example for all of us because we're always moving through these stages. Many of us, let's be honest, I'll put myself in this category, are hanging out in the narthex. No fits to the people who are in the narthex right now. (laughs) But we are just trying to To obey the basic commandments of God. There are times where we come into the nave and we are illumined and we begin to see God. And maybe few of us are able to actually penetrate into, as the fathers would talk about, the darkness of God. To enter into the very depths of the temple. Into the very presence of God. The Theotokos, if we look at her life and read about her time in the temple, she spent prayer, fasting, the contemplation of scriptures, and as we see reflected actually on the in the Annunciation icon, you could say handiworks, <laughs> that she has the yarn, that she does practical things. Uh, especially as the tradition is that she was uh, creating the veil that would be torn uh, at the death of our Lord. So we have in the Theotokos, besides our veneration for her as the mother of God, we have within her the perfect icon of a Christian, one who is moving into the depth of God, uh, moving and growing in love, and doing that through. Attendance at Temple, uh, the reading of Scripture, prayer, fasting, all of the basic disciplines of the Church. And in this great feast that we celebrate, uh, because we know, as the Scriptures teach us, that we will see our Lord at the Resurrection and be like Him, that we also know that we are in the path that the Mother of God, Theotokos, followed right after Him. So let us Celebrate this feast uh, with great devotion, with joy, the same joy as the story goes that the Theotokos, when she was going up the steps of the temple, started dancing because of the joy that overwhelmed her as she moved into the temple. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tomorrow.